Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Hallelujah. He's worthy, amen. This is Pentecost Sunday, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come in and do his will, amen. To do the will of the Father, to move in and through us, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, obviously, Bishop and Pastor and I here, they're getting some must-deserved rest after the church anniversary and busy months, but they left us in good hands, amen? So some of you guys are new. You may not know Pastor Mo, but he's our uh, brother, Bishop Logan, a pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church of God in Christ in Waukegan, Illinois. He's no stranger. They started in ministry together in Milwaukee, through Waukegan, through Zion, you know, all the way up. So we go way back. So y'all give him a hearty welcome and a good God bless you as God use him. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, let's magnify him. Hallelujah. Come on, we came to exalt him. Come on, this is your day of breakthrough. Come on, this is your day of healing. Come on, this is your day of deliverance. Come on, let's just give him some glory. Come on, magnify the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just set an atmosphere for your miracle. Hallelujah. Come on, our God has all power. Come on, he can do all things. Come on, let's give him glory. Hallelujah. 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 This is the day the Lord had made. We will rejoice. Hallelujah. And be glad in it. We serve an awesome God. There's nothing too hard for our God. I would say, God, I don't care what I'm facing because we're all facing something, but he's still worthy of all the glory, all the honor and the praise. And every now and then, you just got to lift him up. Just got to magnify him. Just got to exalt him. Come on, just lift your hands to him. And Father, we thank you. And God, we praise you and we honor you. And Lord, we yet magnify you. And we say, have your way. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Let your glory be revealed. And we thank you for the victory that's in Christ Jesus. And God, we say, have your way. And we'll give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. We thank you for all things. And God, let your word be glorified in this house. Thank that you bless your people is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, give the Lord one more hand of praise. Come on, give him a shout of victory. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank God. God is good. And he's worthy of the praise. He's good all the time. And all of the time. God is good. No matter what you're facing, what you're going through, God is still in charge. And we thank God for being here at this house. When we thank God for this house of praise, we thank God, amen, for the leaders. We thank God for Bishop and Bishop and Pastor Deborah, amen. We thank God for them, such great men and honorable men of God. We thank God for everyone here. God is good, amen. And this is a time, tell somebody, this is our time of breakthrough. Come on, this is your time for your miracle, amen. 
But we got to get excited about the God we serve. Amen. I'm, I was telling people, if you know something good has got to happen, start acting like it. Start walking like it. Start talking like it. Come on, don't just look like it. Tell somebody, I believe God, and I don't care what the enemy is doing. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And the world is facing some tough times, but I believe this is going to be a blessed time for the people of God. I believe we're going to see something great happen, but amen, and we're going to have to start talking and believing God for something. That even a term, if you could turn with us to John D. 20th chapter, amen. This is our time of Pentecost, amen. This is the time of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, amen. And I just believe like never before, if you stay strong in God, you'll see some great things happen for your life. Tell somebody something bigger getting ready to happen. Come on, something greater. God is, I'm telling you, you're going to experience one of the greatest victories you've ever seen. Amen. You're getting ready to experience some of the greatest outpourings you've ever seen. And I just believe it as the churches, I just feel excited about it. Amen. I'm just like, God, amen. We've gone through some things we don't understand. We faced some trials we couldn't figure out. But amen. But in the end, you win. In the end, you overcome. And so we trust God. Amen. John D. 20th chapter and the 19th verse it says then the same day at evening being the first day of the week when the doors were shut the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And I just want to let you know today, God's peace be unto you. Because what you're facing, everybody's fearful. But he said, Peace be unto you. His peace passed it all understanding. And when he had said, and he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. And when Jesus shows up, everything changes. Then said Jesus to them, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. Whoever sins you retain, they are retained. And so we have to understand he, here they received the Holy Ghost. They received the Spirit. We're walking with them. But it's the power of God that changes your life. Amen. I don't care. You know, we've been born again. But he, this day they were really getting the born again spirit in them. Amen. And when God's Spirit comes in you, change happens to your life. Amen. When God shows up and so they receive the Holy Ghost. And then if we go to Acts Acts the first chapter. And the fourth verse. And he says, And being assembled together with, with them, 
commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Lord, which said here, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized you, truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they were thereof were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power, but you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And I just think it's time for us to get out and witness about God. The world needs who you are. Amen. And he says you're going to receive power. In other words, there's a power on the inside of you. There's a gift that God has anointed you with. Come on, there's a purpose and a divine destiny for your life. And you got to understand, I don't care what the enemy did, God's purpose can't change. And I don't care what mistake you made, God is still your God and he's still able. And somebody got to know it ain't over. Let the devil know it ain't over. God ain't, you know, it's time to know who God is. And he says, you shall receive the Holy Ghost in, 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 um, in the second chapter. And I'm going to. In the first verse. And it says, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were one accord in one place. And when we come together, the impossible happens. When we come together, the supernatural happens. Come on, you know, even the scripture tells us one can chase a thousand, but two can chase ten thousand. Come on, when we come together, when we praise together, Come on, you know when you really get to giving God praise, everybody, the whole place lights up. The, come on, the atmosphere change. Come on, miracles can happen. Come on, when we get the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and the Bible says, and they were with one accord, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as did of fire, and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And, we have to, and you have to understand, and, and, and I'll get back to it, because you have to understand the, 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 the baptism of the Holy Ghost that comes with speaking in tongues is a different thing that happened. I, 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 was, I was kind of, that was one of my, you know, one of my problems I had. I ain't going to lie. Everybody had something, but I was raised Catholic, and there's not nothing knocking the Catholic church, but we didn't praise. We didn't, they told you when to sit. They told you when to say amen. They told you when to, you know, so I wasn't used to church. The first time I went to a Holy Ghost field church, people got up, started running around. I ain't like, like we a little quiet now, but they they get up, run around the church. They get up, and I was like, Lord, when I get out of here, I won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they, it's not like that you, when they wanted to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and, and lay your hands on you to speak in tongues you'd be on that altar for an hour and sometimes i just fall down just to keep them from <laughs> I wasn't ready to get and so <laughs> you know and so the, it was, it was kind of you know you, you, it's the subsequent things that happen outside of the, uh, the thing and sometimes I wasn't you know I, as you have to be open for the spirit of the Lord to come in. And, and, and 
I didn't really get baptized with the Holy Ghost with the speaking in tongues at church. I, I, I couldn't do it because I wasn't open to it. Amen. And so one day I just was reading, I was at work and I was reading this book on, on Kenny Hagin. It said seven steps and receiving the Holy Ghost. And I had nothing to do at work. And I read that thing about six or seven times. And I was like, but now when I got home and started praying, I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But speaking in, see, it doesn't, it's when you're open to reception that, 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 you know, and I, I can't speak, but it changed my life. Amen. That's when, you know, I want to go to Psalms, the 18th chapter, 118th verse, and I want to come back because we, 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 you know, I just believe right now we're getting ready to experience the outpouring of God and the people of God. But there's something I just want. I'll be back. I want to get back to this. Psalms 118. You have it, say amen. amen. Amen, God is good. We thank God, like I said, I go back with Bishop Logan and Pastor Deborah. We started out together in ministry, and we all got the Holy Ghost, but uh, we went back, and there's, they were just two great people to me, and you all have some great leaders in this house. You know, really do. They, they, I thank God for them, amen. And, you know, we, like I said, we started out together, and it's, it was just a blessing to, to be in the house where, you know, where God has done some great things. And I just believe your best is yet to come. I just, I believe the season is getting greater. And it says, it says, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endured forever. It says, let Israel now say his mercy endured forever. Let the house of Aaron now say that his mercy endured forever. Let them that fear the Lord say his mercy endureth forever. A heart of gratitude needs to give expression to that gratitude. In other words, a grateful heart gives expression to God that I'm not just here because I've been good, but because of his mercy. Because of his forgiveness to me, his mercy endured forever. And that heart of gratitude, the Lord is worthy of our thanksgiving. I don't care what you face and give him thanks. I don't care. And it says, it says, it says, and now those who fear the Lord. Amen. And the fourth verse it says, those who fear the Lord, them that fear the Lord say that his mercy endureth forever. And that fear doesn't mean we are scared of God. It's that we worship God. We reverence God. Come on, we give God the glory for whatever we're going through. And says, those that fear the Lord, amen, say his mercy endureth forever. We wouldn't be here if it wouldn't have been for the goodness of the Lord. We wouldn't be here all the things we've done and all the things we said. God is still a forgiving and a merciful God. Amen. You know, you can't tell your whole testimony now. Some stuff you don't want to know what you did. You don't tell people everything that you did. Because some of that stuff you don't even want nobody to ever know. But his mercies endured. Amen. Some of us, we didn't get saved right away. But you let the, let the devil know that was then, but this is now. Come on, I'm living now. Come on, I'm going to walk in victory now. 
Come on, I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord now. And so he says, let them that fear the Lord say, he says, I called upon the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a large place. And I don't care what nobody said during this pandemic, everybody done went some dis through some distress. We've all experienced some thinkful things. There's some hardships, some anguish, and some pain. Some calamity has happened to everybody in here. We've all have faced some hard times and some things we didn't think we would make it through. And he was saying, he says, he says, I called upon the Lord. In other words, when hard times come, call on God. He says, call on me and I'll answer thee. And I'll show you great and mighty things. In other words, something great and mighty getting ready to happen. Something out of order. He says, I called on the Lord in my distress. And he says, the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. In other words, you finna go to a greater place. You finna see something bigger, greater happen. Not because you've been good, but because of the goodness of the Lord. Come on, it wasn't you who got you there, but God is bigger than where you are. Come on, God is greater than what you experiencing. Come on, God has a bigger plan and a greater thing for your life. So he says, don't just sit there. He says, I called on God. We're waiting on a miracle, but you need to declare it. You, you need to call on him. You, you need to bless him. Don't wait. You need to get the attitude of gratitude. God, I thank you. I'm not, I'm not going to wait on the victory to happen. I'm going to praise you before it happened. I'm going to give you the glory. He says, I called on the Lord. And God didn't just sit him in a little place. He said, God set me in a large place. In other words, your place is getting ready to enlarge. Come on, your thing is getting ready to get bigger and greater. Come on, God's going to expand where you are. Tell somebody something greater getting ready to happen for your life. He says, I called on the Lord and he set me in a large place. In other words, you didn't get there because of who you are. You got there because of the God that's in you. You got there because of the purpose that's been put in your life. And there's a bigger purpose for your life. And he says, he says I called on him and he set me in a large place. And he said, the Lord is on my side. In other words, I don't care who against you. He was letting you know, don't look around for God. He right here on your side. He says, the Lord is on my side. And he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He says, the Lord is on my side. And I will not fear what man can do unto me. In other words, it's not what man is doing. It's the ability of God that's on the inside of you. He says, I will not fear. And see, first of all, the first fear was to tell you to have reverence for God. But when you reverence and you worship God, that fear that, the, he says, I will not fear. And that fear means not to be afraid. In other words, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to stress no more. I'm not going to let it take me down. I let the devil know you can knock me down, but God will pick me back up. Come on, you can make me cry, but you can't make me quit. I may not understand, but I know God is still able. He's... And so fear, that means fear to be dreadful or to not, you, you know, because the devil tries to intimidate us and make us feel like we ain't nobody. But if you can understand, God takes nobodies and makes somebodies. God's take the thing was and make it will be. Tell somebody something greater going to happen in the midst of all the calamity that is going on, in the midst of our trials and tests. He was, you know, because we've all faced some. And some people done quit and gave up, but don't quit. Keep on moving. Keep on praising. Keep on trusting. Keep on giving him glory. Don't stop because greater is in your, coming to your life. So, he, so the psalmist was saying, he says, the Lord took my, took, take it my part with them that helped me. In other words, the part that you can't do, God's going to do for you. 
caught you can't figure out, he's going to make a way for you. So you got a word. There's things that all of us, all, all of our problems become bigger than us. Come all of our circumstances take us to places we can't handle in the natural. But that's why you have to have the spirit of God on the inside of you. Because greater is he that's in you. He that's in the world. I don't care what the world is doing. God has a greater purpose and a greater plan for your life. And he says, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to stay here for a minute. He says, he says, he says the, Lord, the Lord had taken my part with me that will help me. Therefore, I will see my desire on him that hate me. And if you can get that in your spirit. The person that's hating you, you see, haters not, you're going to have some haters. You're going to have some haters, but they're to help you get to where God was going you to go. Come on, folk looking at you don't think, they don't, see, people only see what they see. They don't know who you really are. See, you don't know somebody's story till you know that, you don't know their glory till you know their story. I may not be where you think I should be, but you don't know where I came from. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I experienced. You, you don't know the mistake I made. And, and so you judge people for what you see. But tell somebody what you see ain't who I am. What you see is not where I'm going. Come on, I'm headed to a bigger path. And so he was saying, he says, he says, he'll be on them that, 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 that hate me. In other words, don't, don't give no place to your haters. Give God the glory for your life. Come on, give God the praise because of what... Lord, this thing is making me say more. He says, he said, I will see my desire on them that hate me. Don't, 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 don't go to hating back on people. Come on, pray for them. Come on, let them know you may hate me, but there's a love on the inside of me. There's a compassion that God has put in you. Amen. To let them know, I'll, if, you know who, if you was messing with me with who I was, you might have got cursed back out. But God done changed my destiny now. Come on, God done changed the path that I was on. And see, you're not, there to, you're not to go where they are. You're to take them to where you're going because you're going to somewhere greater. Amen. The devil going to take you back to where you was. But your past is in the past. And your future going to be greater. Amen. And he says, he, he says, oh, the devil made me, I don't, he says, he says, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. In other words, don't, don't look to somebody to help you. Put your trust in God. Yes. Means to put, he's to be refuge. That's who your hope is in. Yes. Come on, tell somebody don't give up. Put your trust in God. Yes. Come on, you'd meant to help somebody sometime and you couldn't do all that you wanted to do because you didn't have everything. See, it's not man that has the uh, is unlimited. See, we are limited people in the hand of an unlimited God. Yes. Come on, don't, so don't worry about what people can do. Worry about, he says, put your trust in God. Amen. I don't care who failed, God's going to take the failure out of you. He's going to take you to your place. Amen. He says, he says, it is better. And it's time to see better. It's time to look for better. It is better for you to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. In other words, it don't matter what people have. It's who God is. And he says, put your confidence in him. And he says, all nations come past me about in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Right, that's, see, and if you can grab that, the thing that's been trying to destroy you is getting ready to be destroyed. And it's not going to destroy from some outside force. You're going to walk out of that habit. Come on, you're going to walk out of that problem. Come on, you're going to leave it to where you was. You ain't going to be who you was. You're going to be walking in the I am of God. Come on, I am a conqueror. 
Come on, I am an overcomer. Come on, I'm overcoming these issues because we all had some issues and some problems. Nobody in here is perfect, but God perfects the things concerning us. God takes you to who you are. Everybody has something that they couldn't do, but greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And so he says, he says, he says, so he says, all nations, he says, but I will destroy them in the name of the Lord. In other words, when you start saying his name, the devil got to go. When you start saying his name, come on, the circumstance has to change. Come on, in the midst of him, every knee has to bow. Every tongue has to confess. He says, I will destroy them in the name of Jesus. All you got to do is lift up his name. All you got to do is declare his name. Come on, there's power in his name. There's, there's healing in his name. There, there's breakthrough in his name. There's, there's greatness in it. So you got to understand, you're not just, you in a great place for some great things to happen for your life. Come on, you got to start not walking in who you was. But you got to know who God says that you are. And you got to believe God. And he was saying, I will destroy them in the name of Jesus. He says, thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fail, fall. And everybody, you know, everybody, you didn't just make it through. Sometimes you got thrust through. Sometimes some things happened to you that you thought would never happen. Come on, you've been to some places that he says, I was thrust through. In other words, you were saying, Lord, I, I don't know about y'all, but sometimes you say, Lord, I didn't expect this to happen. But God is on your side. He said, I was thrust through. He says, Thou has thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. In other words, I don't care where you've been, God help is still on your side. He's our helper. The Lord is our helper, and I will not fear what man can do unto me. Because if the devil can do something to you, God can do something greater. You might break me, but God's going to bless me. You might hit me down, but God's going to pick me back up. Amen. Don't worry about it. He was saying, I've been thrust through, and all of us have been through some things. We don't quite understand because we're like, I don't know about Maybe you ain't never sometimes say, God, why this one? Tell somebody, why not you? Because <laughs> what you're going to find out, your path is some great destiny to it. And nobody can know where you're going to go. But God has a place for your divine destiny. And so he was saying, I was thrust through. But the Lord, the Lord is my strength and my song. And he's become my salvation. And that's what we got to understand. God is our strength in us. He says, Thou, he says the Lord is my strength and my song. God is our strength. For, when, for God is our strength for the conflict. In other words, whatever you're going through, we're going to face some conflict. We're going to face some difficult times. But God is our strength for the conflict. He's our song for the victory. And every now and then, you got to start singing a song to the Lord. Come on, you got to start giving him praise. You got the Lord lifting them up. He's my strength and he's my song. Amen. And he's the salvation for our soul. In other words, it's in me that God's going to do something great. He's going to work through you. God's not going to just go to you. He's got to work through you. He's got to use you. And when you understand, when God starts to pick you up, you're no longer who you was. Come on, all of us are being transformed into who we're supposed to be. And there's going to be some transition that you experience that's going to take you to a greater place. Come on, sometimes we think we weak, but he says, now let the weak say I'm strong. 
Come on, say I'm coming out of this. Come on, say I'm bigger than this. Say something greater getting going to happen to me. Come on, open up your mouth and let the Lord know. He says, the Lord has become my strength and my song. In other words, the thing that the enemy was trying to make me weaken, God's going to strengthen me. God's going to pull me through. God's tell somebody, this is our hour of breakthrough. This is our hour of power. You get ready to experience the Pentecost. You get ready to experience the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. You get ready to get, see, there's a strength on the inside of you. He's your strength. He's your song. And every now and then, you just need to sing a new song unto the Lord. Come on, let his praise fill the temple. I don't care. When you go to praise God, so we say when praises go up, you know, blessings come down, but that's that, that, that's just to say, but when praises go up, God come down, because he inhabits the praises of his people. In other words, when God show up, the devil got to go. When God show up, my problem got to vacate. See, we're looking to what God can do, but when God shows up, come on, he inhabits your praise. See, come on, don't just wait to praise him. Open up your mouth and shout your victory. Open up your mouth and declare your heart. Open up your mouth. Because he's our strength, he's our song, he's our salvation. See, it's not about where I am, it's about where. We've all faced this thing. He's our strength. And so you got to understand, we all, you know, there's, there's always going to be something bigger and greater than you. Your testimony is going to be greater than where you thought you would be. You know, it's, it's, even when we started to bring the, the ministry and bishop, we were all going to Milwaukee. And we were, we were, we and all of us, me and Bishop Logan, Pastor Cat, Pastor Deborah, we had got laid hands on for ministry that day. Bishop had laid hands on us for ministry. And then on our way home, my wife said, she said, God's going to do some great things in the midst of us. And, you know, we, and, and about 15 minutes later, we was hooked up to a semi-truck. Uh, yeah. uh, we were hooked up to a semi-truck. Out of nowhere, here comes this truck. And we were in this truck, we was in this car, we was in this little coat. We, it was the biggest truck against the littlest car. And I don't care how little you are, when God steps in, you become bigger than the problem. Amen, we don't care. And so, so, it, is, and so it pushed us for a couple blocks, hit us and turned, uh, hit us and then spent around, came right back in front of it. And now we're on two wheels and it's up in the air and it, it looks like it's over. Because an enemy will make you think it's over. But your miracle is going to happen in the midst of it. Your victory is going to happen. So it pushed us for about two blocks. And midway through it, I, the window broke out the car, and I just started saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I don't care what you're getting. When Jesus gets involved, he becomes bigger than the issue that you have. He becomes greater. And it pushed us for about two blocks. And finally, when the stop had it pushed us another 50 feet, it would have pushed us back off the back, and we would have went off the hill, and we would have died down through the thing. But God knows how to land you in the right place for the right thing to happen for your life. Amen. And when the fire, fire truck man came, the, the fire chief, he came, he said, we should be having some dead bodies. Some of you know what you've been through. Somebody else didn't make it, but you made it. Come on, somebody else. Oh, y'all don't hear me in here. Come on, you know the things, you still here. You let the, let the devil know I'm still here. I'm still going to walk in this purpose. You shouldn't be here, but because of the goodness and the mercy of God. The man came by, the, he, he looked at us, and he, he said, how many people was in this car? And we said four. And he kept saying, one, two, three, four, five. 
He counted it about four. See, you can't see when God walking with you. You don't know. And when God got in there, he blocked the enemy. Your life should be over. But your life got some destiny in it. Come on, your life got a great purpose in it. Come on, your life and what the enemy tried to steal, God's going to make better for you. Never thought I was going to be preaching and pastoring. You never know where God's going to take you to. But what the enemy's tried to destroy, God's going to make something great happen for your life. Tell somebody something great getting ready to happen. Something mighty getting ready to happen. Man, I, I, was, I thought I was going to be here for a minute, but it's, it's okay if I just continue with this. It says, the voice of rejoicing. And salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. And that's what I was saying. God, you know, in this tabernacle, in this house, he says, he says, he says the voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tabernacle of the righteous. And this is the tabernacle of the righteous. Come on, when you came in here, you didn't have the right life. But when you kept coming, your life been changed. Come on, you got delivered here. Come on, you got saved here. Because the voice of the righteous, and what he was saying is now the voice, this is the tabernacle, but you got to understand, you become the tabernacle of the Lord. Come on, you came in here getting high. You came in here messed up. But when you kept coming, you kept hearing the voice of the Lord, you got delivered. You got healed. Come on, you made whole. And what the devil tried to make you feel like you was nobody, but God's got something for your life. God, and he says, the voice of the tabernacle, in other words, when you come in here, you enter his gates with thanksgiving. Come on, you enter his courts with praise. Because you know you wasn't righteous before, but now you're righteous. And that don't mean you perfect, but you doing, trying to do the right thing. Come on, you headed in the right direction. And I don't care if you messed up last night, get it right tonight. Get it right with God. Don't, don't let what you was change who you are. Because you bigger than that, amen? It says, it says, the voice of the righteous is salvation, the tabernacle of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord do it valiantly. In other words, something valued getting ready to happen. Something big getting ready to happen. Come on, something valued. In other words, he was saying, he was saying, he says, the right hand of the Lord is exalted. The hand of the Lord do it valiantly. Well, where's the right, who's at the right hand of the Lord? Jesus is. Jesus sat at the right hand of the Lord. So when you start to lift him up, something exalted is getting ready to happen. See, God's getting ready to exalt you. He's getting ready to take you higher. Come on, somebody got to make up in their mind, I'm going to a higher height. Come on, I'm going to a greater place. Come on, I'm going to see something good. And they've been years of this, but tell somebody these years getting ready to change. See, God can change years in a moment. God can change things that... He said, so he says, I shall not die, but live. Come on, it's time to live. He says, I came that you might have life. And that life more abundantly. Come on, you get ready to walk in the abundance. You, you get ready to see the breakthrough. You, he says, I'm not going to die. The devil could have took you out. See, he should have got me on when I was out in the world. When I was out in the world, you did some crazy stuff. But now you in life now. You, you're not the same person. You're not the same individual. Because any man being Christ, he is a new creature. And old things have passed away. I'm not fitting to walk in the old. I'm walking in the newness of life. Tell somebody I'm headed on a new path. Come on, I'm headed. 
headed to a greater place. Come on, I'm headed to a higher height. Come on, I'm headed to a greater victory. He says, I shall not die, but I'm going to live. Tell somebody to live. Come on, live through the problem. Live through the pain. Live through the heartache. Live through the disappointment. I'm going to live. I'm going to live. In other words, there's a life in you. There's a flow in you. There's something great about you. There's something magnificent about you. Tell somebody, something great getting ready to happen to you. He says, I shall not live and I shall declare the works of the Lord. In other words, God's got a work in you. God's got a purpose in you. God's got a destiny in you. God's got, he says, I'm going to declare it. In other words, when you start walking, you didn't even really have to tell people who you was. They start saying, I was drinking with him last night. But he look how he's living now. Come on, you, you, when you really start living saved, you didn't have to tell the, safe, the unsaved people to leave. They started leaving you. Because <laughs> your life became a testimony of who God is. Amen. Because the devil don't want them around because they know if God delivered you, he can deliver anybody. Come on, you. Use the worst of the worst. But he takes the worst and makes the greater. He'll take the black sheep of the family and make something. People would have never thought it would have been you. Amen. But look at you now. Come on, you don't let the devil change you. Tell somebody there's too much happening for you. Come on, there's too much greatness for you. He says, the Lord had chastened me sore, but had not given me over the death. And there's some things, you know, you, you, you know, people look at you now, but you know you was hard-headed. You know, in the natural, you had to be chastened. But it helped change you. It's not, the chastening is not, some people think, you know, bishop or preacher, somebody will say something, they talk about me. No, we're not talking about you. But we have to talk about what you do if you're not doing it right for God. See, I, I always looked at because one time Bishop was preaching, uh, Hans was preaching, and I was like, man, he talking about me. And he was saying, look, I got 1,300 people in here at this time. Now, if God going to take something to talk about you, that means he must really care about you. I got 1,200. You understand? If God trying to get you right, he trying to get your life right. And, uh, no, he ain't preaching about you to hurt you. He's preaching about you to bless you, to change you. Chastening is not to knock you down. Chastening is to get you right. You don't whip your child to hurt your child. You whip your child to straighten your child lives up. Come on, there's sometimes you have to be the father, and, you're, and, and the father is there. If you didn't have a natural father, then you need a spiritual father. You need somebody to head you in the right direction. And direction, and, and the whooping is not to, to it is to, you need correction for your direction. Amen? You need that to help your life. And so God chastens us so that he can bring us to our place of destiny. It's never to knock you down. Who gonna hate on their kid? If you didn't hate on your natural kid, you're not gonna hate on your spiritual kid. Amen? But your spiritual kid needs changing because the, look, the, the, the way things are going now even in church has changed. But church still has to be of holiness. Church has to still be righteousness. Church has to still, we can't go with how the world is going. We got to stay and what God, and so the thing you have to understand, you have two righteous people. 
You have two people who love God and they're not changing because the world is changing. No, we're not changing who we are because people now, they're, they're trying to make the church to a place where we have to accept stuff that's not acceptable to God. No, we have to stand in who God is. We have to stay there because God, it says, it says, he says, the Lord had chastened me, but he, he not given me over unto death. In other words, God didn't kill you. He still saved you. He still have, and, if, and, if, and if you've been through it, now get up so you can walk in who you are. Because it's time to walk in divine destiny. He says, open, Lord, I didn't know I was going to be here this long. but He says, open to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go into them, and I will praise the Lord. In other words, when you come in here, come in here with a praise. Come on, when you come in, open to the gates, because this is where the righteous happen. This is where the fiends change. Amen. He says, I will praise the Lord for thou hast heard me and become my salvation. And that's the thing you got to understand. When you go to giving God praise, God changes the circumstance. And he says, the stone which the builders reject, which refuse, has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing and is marvelous in our eyes. In other words, some of us had to go through some rejection. Uh, you've been rejected. And when you know when you feel rejected, it takes away who you are. It does. When the spirit of rejection is something the enemy would use to destroy the church. But he was saying, he says, he says the stone which the builders rejected. In other words, those things that the enemy was using to reject you, God's going to use to take you to your place. We got to come out of our rejection. We got to come out of those places. Amen. He says the stone which the builder rejected has become the chief corners. In other words, God's going to use those things to build who you are. In other words, people rejected you, but God saved you. Amen. He says this is the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous in our eyes. And that's what people could grab the down. I want to tell you something marvelous about to happen. Tell somebody something marvelous about to happen. Come on, something out the ordinary getting ready to happen. Come on, you getting ready to drive the best thing you ever drove. You getting ready to go to get the biggest job you ever got. Come on, this is the Lord's doing. See, the world has experienced some hurt, but you get ready to experience something marvelous. Tell somebody something bigger, something marvelous getting ready to happen. Come on, you get ready to get a marvelous breakthrough. You get ready to see a great manifestation of who you are. This is the Lord's doing. See, man knocked you down, but God's got something marvelous for you. God's got something great for you. And you have to understand, when somebody marvels something, they got to look at it and say, how in the world did you get there? How in the world you driving what you driving? How you living where you getting ready to live? Come on, you getting ready to go to a great place. You, you getting ready to see something mighty happen to you. Tell somebody something mighty getting ready to happen. So if something mighty going to happen to you, you got to start walking mighty. You got to start talking mighty. You got to start acting mighty. You got to give a mighty praise. You, you got to raise your hand in victory. Come on, you got to let the devil know you no longer over my head, but you under my feet. You got to let the devil know the steps of a good man. They've been ordered by the Lord. Come on, you've been ordered and ordained for something great. Tell somebody I see it in you. Tell somebody my future is bright. Come on, I see something bigger. I see something marvelous. 
let the people say, tell somebody, say my, my, he says, my, your eyes can't see me in the natural. You got to see me in the spiritual. Tell somebody, you got to see me so big, you ain't going to see me with the afternoon. You're going to need some sunglasses to look at me. Because oh, y'all don't hear me here. Tell somebody, there's a glow about you. There's a purpose about you. There's something marvelous about you. Tell somebody, something marvelous about to happen. So this is the Lord's doing. See, you wasn't nobody. You was a nobody, but God took you, taking you somewhere you ain't never been before. He taking you to a higher height. He taking you to a deeper depth. He taking you to a greater place. Because there's something deep about you. People looking at you on the surface. But man, on the inside of you, come on, you might be broke. But you might, we might have some millionaires in here. We might have some billionaires in here. We got some blessed people in here. Tell somebody, because people don't know where you are, there's a business on the inside of you. There's a purpose on the inside of you. And the devil will make you feel broke, but you're going from broke to blessed. Tell somebody, you're going to broke to something marvelous, something bigger. He says, he says what you need, and that's coming from, the, from what the devil, he says to marvel, this is the day. Tell somebody, this is the day. That the Lord had made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. See, what you got to understand, the devil don't make the day. God made the day. The devil, see, you ain't walking in the day. If the devil is in control, God made the day, so God is in control. And you got to let the devil know, I'm not walking out of control no more. I'm under the control of God. I'm under the hand of God. You're going to get some bad news, but God's got great news on a bad day. See, God's got great purpose with everything bad happened to your life. God's got something greater for your life. This is the day the Lord had made. And if God made this day, you got to rejoice. He says, I will rejoice. In other words, I'm going to rejoice. Can't nobody make you rejoice. It's got to be in your will. It's got to come out of your heart. It's got see, somebody can tell you to praise, but praise is a natural thing that comes from the inside of the person. We can't make you praise, but praise, and you know, sometimes you can be driving in your car, you'll start praising you. You can be on your job and you'll start praising you. You can be in your house because praise is what we do. Praise is what we become. Tell somebody every now and then you got to praise me. Say praise me on the high symbols. Praise me on the loud sounding symbols. Let everything that have breath Oh, I'm not praising my circumstance. I'm praising the God of my circumstance. I'm giving him the glory. I'm honoring Oh, you got to give him a praise. He says, I will be glad. In other words, I'm not going to let the devil make me down. Because God is the lifter of my bile down here. He's the giver of every good and perfect gift. Tell somebody, God's getting ready to perfect that thing inside of you. The scripture declares it like this. He that started a good work in you. There's a work in you. There's a purpose in you. He's able to complete it. See, don't let the devil make you think you us. There's something good about you. There's something marvelous about you. There's something great about you. There's a good work on the inside of you. Your work don't come from the outside. Your work comes from the inside. God don't change the outside. He changes you from the inside out. In other words, when the inside change, the outside thing. I don't see how I used to see. I don't go where I used to go. I don't do what I used to do. I proclaim the goodness and the glory of the Lord. Somebody need to let the devil know, I will rejoice. 
I'm, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to wait to rejoice. I will. It's in my will. It's in my heart. It's in my destiny. It's in who I am. I should be crying, but I'm a praise. I should be hurting, but I'm a praise. I don't understand, but I'm a praise. I'm not going to wait for it to get together, but I'm going to praise him right now. I will rejoice. He says, Lord, I... I thought I was going to do one or two, but he said, save now. Sell somebody now. Now Now is your time. Now is your place of victory. He says, now is the time. He says, save now. I beseech thee, I I pray thee, O Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Come on, this is your time of prosperity. No, not next week now. Come on, declare it now. Decree it now. He say, Lord, send now prosperity. In other words, you get ready to go from broke to blessed. Come on, the devil is getting ready. God is getting ready to tell you. He says, send it now. Hallelujah. He wished above all things that you prosper and be in good health. In other words, I'm just going to send prosperity now. I'm going to heal you now. I'm going to deliver you now. Come on, I'm going to wake away for you. Tell somebody, now is your time. Now is your time to give him the glory. Now is your time to give him the praise. Now is your time to... He says, send now prosperity, even as your soul prospers. In other words, it's not coming from the outside. It's in your soul. It's in your thoughts. Come on, it's in your being. Come on, you can't just get something. You got to be it. You, God don't just bless you from the outside. You become who would you receive? Amen. Come on, receive the glory. Receive the blessing. Come on, receive the anointing. Receive the power. Receive the glory of God. Come on, don't just be no anybody. Be a receiver. Be a believer. He says all things are possible to them that believe. Come on, put your faith to the next level. Come on, walk in the next dimension. Come on, go to the next high. Tell somebody something higher, something greater, something bigger. Now, now, not next week, not next year, but you got to get it now. Now faith is the substance of the thing. Other words, right now, Lord, I don't went further. I'm going to be closing. But I, 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 I have to get back to the Holy Ghost later. He says, bless be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Lord, we have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. In other words, when you come into this house, with the men and the women, man and woman of God in this house, he says, blessed be he. In other words, God has blessed them to bless you. Your greatest blessing is not coming somewhere else. Your greatest blessing is coming in this house. He says, blessed be he. And he says, I will bless you out of the house of the Lord. In other words, when you come in here and your bishop bless you, you leaving out of here blessed. And so I just want to tell somebody, even if you're online, if you left this house, come on back home. Because there's a blessing in this house. You care what other house you at. This is the house God designed for you. This is the place God... Uh, put it to you like this, you may not like it, but when you leave your pastor, you head for disaster. It might seem good in the beginning, but you want to be under the voice that God has for you because he can bless you out of this house. God, he'll heal you out of this house. 25 years this house has been, this place, this, this ministry has been existing. There's a blessing in this house. 
Come on, there's a breakthrough in this house. There's a healing in this house. There's a deliverance in this house. He says, we will bless you out of the house of the Lord. In other words, you come in here one way, but you leave out another. You come in here hurting, but you leave out of here strong. You come in here with your head hung down, but he's the lift of our bow down here. Come on, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting door. And the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? He's the Lord strong and mighty. He's the Lord mighty in battle. What you got to understand, the battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord's. And he's put a battle up here. He put a man of God to bless you out of here. So when the devil show up, the presence of the Lord show up. And when he show up, your victory is going to head up and your devil. Tell somebody, you got to shout it now. You got to give it now. And when you come in here, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. If you left, come on back home. When the prodigal came back home, amen, come on, he got his scoop back. He got his robe back. Come on, he got his ring back. He got his shoe. God said, this is the year of comeback. This is the year of turnaround. This is the year of supernatural blessing. This is the year of ordinary breakthrough. This is the year you're going to experience something you've never experienced before. Tell somebody, you get ready to experience the power of God. You get ready to experience in this house. Miracles are going to happen in this house. Come on, breakthrough is going to happen in this house. Come on, God's going to bless you out of this house. He says, you're blessed out of this house. There's, I'm telling you, you expect something. Come on, set your expectation high. Come on, set it high. Tell somebody, set it high. Set it higher. Come on, believe for greater. Come on. And I'm closing, Lord. He's, he's, see, he says, God is the Lord. You know what? I don't, I don't went past that. He's, and it says, God is the Lord which had showed you, showed us light. In other words, you coming out of darkness and to the marvelous light. Come on, see yourself. See your victory. See what God costs for your life. Amen. He says, he says, he says, show us the light, the sacrifice which caused even unto the horns of the altar. And, and, and the truth is, if people tell the truth in this house, you got delivered on this altar. Amen. It purges your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. In other words, when you come to the altar, you become altered. Your alteration. Now, you know when your suit was too big, when you put all this stuff on, you had to go get it altered. And when you come here, and when they start praying for the altar, come on, you don't even act like you used to act. You don't say what you used to say. You can't change on this altar. Other words, when you come to the altar, come to get altered. Don't come to just get a blessing. People say, I'm coming. No, come. See, God's got to alter you first. He got to change you first. He got to put you in the right place. And you got to understand you at the right place at the right time for the right thing to happen for your life. God says you in a place of divine destiny and divine. And even as Elder Craig get ready, because I'm, 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 I'm on a, Lord, I, I didn't, but this is the day of Pentecost. I'm telling you, this is the day that you're going to experience the power and the anointing and the presence of the Lord. And I, I, I got, I, I, I ended up changing my scriptures, but God took me this way. 
Amen. <laughs> but, Because on that day of Pentecost, souls got changed. Amen. And, and, and I'm going to have Pastor Craig come, but come on, stand to your feet. I guess there's so many scriptures, but God was saying, this is the place of alteration. Don't stay in your seat. If you need altar. Amen. If you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm a, he's going to feel you today. I, 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 like I says, I, I wanted to, you know, like I says, I, I got God baptized me with the Holy Ghost and with power. And it took me to holiness. It took me. I just, people, look, people look at you, and I just give a little, not a little quick testimony. I don't know sometimes, but I, I, I had some real problems. All of us had some real problems. I had a nice, and I, I didn't get high because I thought I was going to be this professional athlete. And they kept me out of that, but they didn't keep me from the alcohol. <laughs> so, amen. So I might not have gave you no, no nothing what I wasn't, but I would have gave you what I was. You came to my house. I had every liquor you could buy. And I didn't buy them, them little bottles y'all bought because I used to kind of think big. I had them big quarts. You come, so people would come to watch the game. They would come. You wouldn't, you know, and I had a problem. But God delivered me. I had a gambling, I had a gambling problem. No, I had a gambling problem. And the gambling problem would keep me broke. Care how much I worked. My testimony was I had this car and I used to work at Abbott. I worked six, seven days a week. I had perfect attendance, working all this overtime. But I gambled. And hey, this elder man, come. I, uh, I had bought this brand new car, but I was going to leave in there before I go to work on second shift. I'd go out to the, to the racetrack and bet the daily double and bet all that stuff. One day I got ready to go out to work, my car was gone. So I called the police, said they stole my car. They called me back an hour later and said, no, you didn't pay for the car. Your car been repossessed. They repoed the car. And then them missed it, and then the midst of them repoing the car. God repoed me. He rep he repossessed me. And when he repossessed me, the car came back. But now the bill getting paid. I own, see, God's gonna let you own what you didn't own. What you couldn't own because when he changes your spirit. He changes the things that's going to happen to your life. And as he come and as you come to the altar, if you need the Holy Ghost, if you need to get your life right, come now and get it right. As Elder Craig comes, if you need to come, come. You all right? You all right. But don't let the devil make you be all right when God has a change and a purpose for your life. It's when I came to the altar that God came. I'm telling you, that happened to me in 19.
1985. I ain't never take a drink since then. When God delivers you, he delivers you. Never went back to another, never went nowhere else ever. And it wasn't hard for me to give God 10% when I was giving the devil 100. And as you stand at this altar, come on, we're going to pray. And God said, every distress, everything that the enemy has tried to alter in your life going to be altered right now. And those days of distress are over. Devil done tried to stress you out. He done tried to pull you out. But God says, I had my hand on your life. And those tears are getting ready to, he's binding those tears, he's putting them to a place of victory. Right now, God is healing every area of your heart. He's healing you right now. And your future getting ready to change. There's a witness in you. God says there's almost a community in you. There's a lot of souls on the inside of you that God's connecting to you right now. God says, I'm getting ready to heal you to heal others. I'm getting ready to deliver you to deliver others. I'm getting ready to make the thing that the enemy thought that he could destroy you. There are so many souls locked up in you. And God's getting ready to unlock you. And God, we pray you fill her now. Come on, let's pray. Just lift your hands. He's filling every void in your life. He's filling every hurt. He's filling it right now. And your days of joy, your days of peace. I feel this thing right now. Your days of power and prosperity. They're coming to you right now. Now, Father, fill her now with your spirit. Fill her with your presence, God. Let your power fall on your daughter right now. Hallelujah. Come on, let's just pray for her. Let's intercede for her. God's getting ready to baptize you with his spirit. Lord, and God was saying, there's going to be some dreams and there's some visions. And there's some things that's going to manifest in your life. And he's getting ready to open up. And you're getting ready to see things you've never seen before. You're getting ready to see in a spirit realm. You're getting ready to see in a place. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. And God, we declare healing now. We declare breakthrough now. We declare your peace, God, your joy, your strength on her now in the name of Jesus. And God, you be glorified in her life. And God, make her a witness in this community like never before. And souls are going to be coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And God was saying, you watch the witness going to be in you. He's going to use you. And right now, God, we pray you healing in her to make her life never the same. 
in the name of Jesus. Now let your holy presence rest on her, God. Let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the anointing of the Holy Ghost, let the glory of the living God, let it rest on your daughter right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare it and decree it, God, that she's healed, God. Her body is healed. Her mind is healed. Her spirit is healed, God. Everything about her is being healed right now. And you are making her whole in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And daughter, you ain't seen the end of it yet. It's just the beginning. There's a new day and a new storm and a new direction for your life. Hallelujah. And everything. And the enemy that came against you one way, God says it's getting ready to flee from you seven ways. It's fleeing right now. And those things that's been disturbing you, God says I'm getting ready to reward you. And you watch it's getting ready to happen for your life. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry. Your giving is what moves ministry forward, and ministry must move forward. You can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.